brought oh to you by God. Coca-Cola. Um, original taste. Or wait, what's there? I don't know. I'm just reading off the can. Delicious and refreshing. Oh, is that what their thing is? Brought to you by Coca-Cola. Honestly, though, I did eat like three Rice Krispies today. But usually I try to stay away from the snacks. Yeah. But this week. I usually do unless there's something that I like. I did really good staying away from the snacks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I had the... I had a hard time this last two days. It was I, payroll week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had... Um, oh, what I have, have appreciated is the Ritz crackers and bananas. Because I had yeah. that as my snack. Yeah. Mm. I don't know why the we Ritz crackers, bananas, and that those little, little cuties, com- that through like, those. sounds like a good combo mm-hmm. to me. And it's not that bad. And there's like fiber in the fruit, so mm-hmm. you don't feel so bad. Yeah. I just want a hot Cheeto with lime. Like, that's my, yeah. my jam. But I don't want like a regular hot Cheeto. I don't even, are these regular or the lime ones? These are lime. Well, duh, because you're a smart person. Yeah. Oh, I love the regular ones. Oh. I don't really eat the lime ones. I will. Oh, but I love, I love them. Oh, and you know what's even better when you really want to be like... A hot Cheeto ho. Um, you a hot get, Cheeto ho? Yeah. You get your hot Cheetos <laughs> with the lime. You don't even have to use your regular Flamin' Hot, and then you pour fresh lime over it. That's what Ooh. I thought you meant. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that is I was going to say, it. oh, she'll bring in some limes. That is it. Oh, and then dip it in cream cheese. Mm-hmm. You ever do that? As soon as I finish this burrito, I will tell you this story. I was going to bring um, those chips that Susie got. Where did she get them from? Vallarta? For our oh, you we were here for the podcast. Those, yeah, they were from Bertha. I was they gonna get good. some, and I was like, oh yeah, not that. That was so crunchy. <coughs> the though. crunch, the like, crisp. I don't know if it would have been good for our the thickness focus. of the yes. chip. It was and all salsa optimal. was good. It's mm. like oh, the green one. The green one. Ooh, yes. I love a green salsa. Um, first of all, can we just have a side conversation about that freaking case that came up in LA and like that nice neighborhood? Where those people were found murdered, and they had been... The ones that we talked about? They had been freaking murdered for 18 months, Mm -hmm. decomposing in their home, and the only reason they found them is because their their, uh, family in another country finally was like, hey, we haven't heard from them in a while. Mm -hmm. Like, the authorities, can you do a welfare check? Mm -hmm. And then it's just an open and shut case. That's all they did? They're like, oh, murder-suicide. It looks like the son might have murdered the parents. I was going to say, were there any updates? Any other, like... I have to, like, look into it because I'm thinking, first of all, what did they do for work? Did their work not care that they were missing for 18 months? Mm-hmm. Did anyone else request a welfare check? Like, what about their mail? Were they, I mean, is it not piling Maybe up? the people were, like, you know, disabled like, and maybe the son was, like, a caretaker. Maybe they didn't have jobs to go to. That's what it sounds like to me. Maybe they didn't work. But even... Like, well, their cell phone. Well, I guess, but still, like they mortgage. could do auto pay. Do they, do they own their right. home? Something is, there's like, more. Do the neighbors be like, oh, I haven't seen, like, I live with my neighbors and I'm like a shut, like I go to work. I come, I'm not shut in, but. <laughs> but yeah, I have a routine. Right. But yeah. I have my routine, but I always notice my neighbors. Yeah. And I'll notice where I'm like, oh, I haven't seen so-and-so for a while. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I hope everything's okay. And then usually, like, the day or two later, I'll see them. Yeah, yeah. But, like, to not see. And the smell. You're, you're not gonna, Your next-door neighbor is not going to notice a foul stench coming from three rotting bodies. Yeah. Unless it was the neighbor. Right. <gasps> or, Have you guys haven't seen any, like, TikToks about, like, maybe theories or, like, of what it could be? I'm sorry about my bag, my little thing crunching. 
Um, so I do have a question about that then. So it, they were found in their home. Right. Mm, okay. Wow. Okay, well, should we um, first have our introduction that we've <laughs> that we're here? For Did this? you come up with the intro? Oh, heck no, we didn't. <laughs> we basically... Are you going to do a jingle? Mm. I'm still working on it. It's in the works. I did get my keyboard out the other day. And I mean, I don't really play piano like well, but I did get my keyboard out and I was just like, crime queen. That's it. Um, but I, so anyways, I, I would, I am trying to produce a jingle, but the jingle has not jangled yet, so it's still in the work. No, I think we just decided that we were going to be like, hey, it's us, so welcome. Um, okay, so <laughs> hi, we can say welcome back to the Crime Queens. This is our, technically it's our third recording. Third, yeah. Perhaps second episode that goes up. I don't know. We'll see. But we were without Mimi, so. Without me. So who are I'm we? here. So my name is Melissa. I'm Mimi. I'm Savannah. We're the crime queens. I feel like I need to mention that I sound like crap because I've been sick. But it's not COVID. It is not COVID. I took Mm -mm. like four different tests. Mm -mm. And my doctor just says, maybe you're just sick. That still happens. So yeah, Yeah, that's what it is. (laughs) Not when we got to work from home. It didn't. I was never sick. Me either. I banked so much sick time. I I mean, it's all gone now, but... (laughs) I went from not being sick for like two two full years to being sick twice in like a three month period. I feel like that's very relatable. I feel like yeah. people are going through like the same thing. Yeah. I think I think we all got to enjoy the luxury of not having any germs around us and then no. because our immune systems didn't have anything coming at us to fight. It was like, oh, back in the real world, here's a cold, here's a flu, here's allergies. Right. Yes, allergies for sure. This wind lately. So I guess that's our introduction. I don't know. (laughs) That's Um, just our check-in. So when Melissa and I recorded last week, um, well, let's be honest, it's been a while. Yes. Um, She shared some urban legends, and I think we were supposed to reveal, she was supposed to the look on her face right now is absolutely priceless, and it's it's giving, oh, I forgot. <laughs> so I have it. I just have to pull it on my laptop. So we'll do that at the end. Let's do it at the end. We'll yeah, wait we'll around at the end, because she's going to reveal what... What were true and what were missed. So today I bring you a story. I bring you a throwback from the 90s. Okay. Um, I have many pages of notes on this story. <laughs> Um, but yes, it is a throwback um, because Y2K fashion is back in. Yes. I said, let's talk about um, this robbery that occurred in Las Vegas in 1998. The year my little sister was born. I just want to warn everyone, this story, while it has everything, there is deception. There is a manhunt. Mm. There is a robbery. Um, there is a, um, police chase, there is a runaway guy, there is, um, fleeing, fleeing the city. I mean, this story has, like, everything. Yes, it even has, like, surveillance, it has, like, a stakeout, everything. It is a very sad ending, um, so... It's just a sad, sad ending. Um, I just want people to know. So if you don't like to be sad, then, well, I don't know why you're listening to a crime, true crime podcast, but there's not really a resolution on this one, but I thought it was um, kind of interesting. So 
at the time, th- this story that I'm going to tell, it was the, I believe they said it was like the largest um, like bank heist in Las Vegas history at the time. Wow. Um, so basically... Roberts, Roberts, who's Robert? Roberts Rules of Order. <laughs> yeah, that is um, something that we know because we deal in um, professional unionizing and board meetings, meetings yeah, and such. Um, so not Roberts, the Rules of Order. Um, they may have done a lot better if they would have listened to some rules in the right. story. But um, these robbers targeted an ATM repository in Las Vegas, and they stole over a million dollars in cash. And like I said, it was the largest heist in Las Vegas history at the time. So the date, December 2nd, 1998. And guess how old? That's my birthday. Oh, that's yeah. right. How old were you? 18. Guess oh how God. old I was? I don't care. I <laughs> Because I know you're going to be like five. Four? But I was literally... I was eight. Oh, wait. Hold on. I'm so... I apologize. I apologize. The date was not December 2nd. Oh. It was December 21st. So... Oh. <laughs> I'm so sorry. sorry. I'm so sorry. I was five. I was five days... Five years and five days old at that time. Anyways. Okay. Here's the scene. So, two gunmen... Um, take three janitorial workers hostage. So these three employees are getting prepared to get their van ready and go over to clean this mm-hmm. bank repository where they had a job um, nightly to clean. Um, as they're getting things ready, two, was it two gunmen? Yeah, two gunmen come and they um, approach them, they blindfold them, they get them into the van and they then take off in this um, cleaning van and head on over to this ATM repository where, and I don't know for anyone who's wondering, an ATM repository is just like, this was happened to be like a Bank of America. The repository holds a large volume of money so that they can take deposits out of that repository and then load that cash into ATMs elsewhere. So it's not necessarily like from what I understood in my research, it's not like a bank bank for like regular banking purposes, but it is to hold large sums of money. Um, Okay. Side note. So people are taken hostage. They are um, taking them over to, they take the janitors to the bank of America ATM repository. They free the the um, hostages, and then oh, that's nice. Well, they don't like free them. Oh, they let them go, and I was like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> You're like, what a short story. Why are you saying this is sad? <laughs> so they get to the place, and they basically tell the um, employees, these janitors, you are gonna use your badges. You're gonna open up the doors, and you're gonna okay. let us into this building. <sighs> I know. And then, so they get in into the building, and it was interesting because they kind of start from the witness accounts. What the detectives kind of gathered was that these people who committed this crime didn't really, they weren't familiar with the location because once they got in, they were kind of looking around like unsure of their surroundings oh, hmm. and they were, seemed surprised at the cameras and stuff that were there and everything. So, so um, they weren't able to scope out their exactly. place first. Okay. By the exactly. way, I'm watching this, just to interrupt. Side note. Side note. I'm watching this show on Hulu. It's called The End Game. Mm-hmm. And it's about like bank heists. I love a bank and heist. And how this woman organized seven bank heists all at once. Mm-hmm. And she has hostages. She's like, and it's really good. Like, I'm really sucked into it. 
I watched like six episodes in one day. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm like really. Have you seen that into other it. one that's on Netflix? Which one? Which one? Is that called like Money Heist or something? Or oh yeah, yeah. Oh, is that the one in Spanish? <clears throat> yeah, that one. I haven't like, watched that yet. So I want to. And, like lo- I watched like but the even first non few like that I I even like non Spanish speakers love that show because I mean they have it in subtitles like yeah. a lot of things. Mm. I have to watch it. I just haven't been in the mood to it's read really a good. show. But I heard it's amazing. You mm-hmm. you seen it? Only like a few episodes. It was like when it first came out. Mm-hmm. So I don't really remember. Should I tell this story in Spanish? Would that make this more interesting? Mm-hmm. If I need to really quickly yeah. learn Spanish. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, okay. So those are our show recommendations. Okay. So back to this story. So they get in the building. The robbers take the janitorial people. By the way. So there's three janitorial custodial workers. Okay. Two of them are husband and wife oh, that own this boy. business. And one one is the wife's it was either her niece i think it's her niece so they get in and then the robbers tell the husband and wife we're gonna hold this girl here and we're gonna kill her if you don't go out there and act like normal and clean normal and be regular and don't don't even think about calling the police don't like alert anyone you need to go out there and act like everything's fine so that's what they do. And they hold this girl hostage while they oh, are out there cleaning. How Sad. scary. Because they're waiting for someone else to arrive. Scumbuckets. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These janitors, not janitors, the janitors are nice people, I think. The robbers are not nice. And the robbers are waiting for someone to arrive. Armored cars arrive to pick mm. up the nightly cash deposit. Oh. They call security um, to just, it's part of their normal protocol. They make sure that everything's normal. And the company, the security company tells them that the only people inside are the janitors. The only vehicle in the parking lot is the janitor's van. And everything seems normal when they go in because the staff are cleaning. So the guards um, get into where the vault is, which contains $1,088,000 shrink wrapped and ready for pickup. The robbers. I know what that looks like. It seems like probably lots. And it's heavy. I bet it's, yeah. like, so heavy. I was watching Better Call Saul. So, sorry, side note. Do you guys watch Better Call Saul? You watch Breaking Bad. You know no. what? I didn't finish Breaking Bad yet. And I started Better Call Saul but I stopped watching it. But I watched The Wrath of Man. What is it? Okay, what's which one? Is that the Jason Jason, Jason Statham yeah. one? Yeah, and it was really good. It was about people who were robbing mm. uh, armored trucks. So I was gonna say I was just watching an episode of Better Call Saul, where he. I don't think this is a spoiler. He's. I just get so upset because I'm like, come on, make good choices. Just make good choices, Jimmy McGill slash Saul Goodman. And he basically has a client where it's, of course, it's like part of the drug cartel. And the guy wants to get out on bond bail? Bail. And the judge is like, okay, you can have bail for $7 million. So then the guy's like, no problem. I got... I don't know why I'm doing this accent. He's from Mexico. Uh, he's not from Italy. He's all... I think that's okay, though, because, like, I could do an Italian accent since I'm Italian, but it would probably be, like, not politically correct to do a Spanish accent. So I'm going to pretend he's Italian. He's all, no problem. You want the money? I got the money. Just go down here so you guys got to uh, meet my, my my goons, and they'll give you the $7 million. I don't know what accent that was. 
It was fine. I was rolling with it. It yeah. sounded like, <laughs> yes, sound like a gangster. You're fine. Okay. So, yeah. So, he goes and gets the money, right? And I'm, like, thinking, $7 million. It's got to be. I mean, this is a TV show. But they just, it was just, like, three duffel bags. And it seemed heavy. Well, they're actors, so they have to make it seem like it's heavy. But I envision $7 million to be, like. I always look at that. Many you know, like, more. Is many more. Really? Three duffel. Does that really add? I guess it if it's, like, a $100 bad. bill, it's, like, you know. If it was $1 bills, it would be a lot more. <laughs> I mean, I guess you have to think about whether they're like $100 bills or $1,000 bills. Mm-hmm. There's no such thing. Is there a $1,000 bill? Yes. Am no. I? No, there's not. Yeah, I'm pretty sure okay. there is. Can you fact check it? Because I'm Yeah, like, I'm going to fact check no. it. No. Well, I have never seen... Can I just request that I want my paycheck to be in thousand in denominations of 1000 Yeah, the Federal Reserve has issued 1000 5000 10000 and even $100,000 bills. When? So I can I be like, never oh, I've seen anybody I'd like this. I'd like to buy this home. Here's five $100,000 bills. <laughs> Please give and me... And it looks like President Cleveland is on the $1,000 bill. This is for Are they Grover, like in rotation right Grover, now? Cleveland. They're not this in circulation. So, like, cir- yeah, circulation. <laughs> right. I They're not. Know. Who's ever had a thousand dollar bill? I never see any rappers carry around thousand dollar bills. People just carry like hundos. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I've never seen Flavor oh. Flav out here with a. Well, maybe he's not a good example. <laughs> so it says that the original thousand dollar bill featured Alexander Hamilton on the front of it. <gasps> And then... I love Hamilton. <laughs> former Secretary of the Treasury. Okay, let's see. Blah, 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 blah. Um, Hamilton's portrait was replaced with that of the president, the 26th and 24th, Grover Cleveland. I don't love the name Grover. It makes me think of Sesame Street. You know what? I love Grover. I've never heard of Grover Cleveland. He's a president. He's the 22nd and 24th learned, What did he do that was so important? What did he do that was so important that he needed to be on the um, money, on the denomination? So Hamilton? It says... No. Alexander I, Hamilton gave us the musical Hamilton. Um, so they should really be putting Lin-Manuel Miranda's face. What? What? <laughs> what do you mean? What did you just say? <laughs> I said, uh, because of... I said, Lin... No. I said, Alexander okay. Hamilton gave us the musical Hamilton. So that's why he deserves to be on the $100 oh, bill. And I was did like, did and you then, really? And then... It, Does that have anything to do with each other? No, I'm just saying, like... <laughs> Lin-Manuel Miranda wrote the musical oh. Hamilton because Alexander Hamilton existed. And it's a literal masterpiece. Oh, okay. I haven't seen it. Uh, me either. Well, you're not musical people. <laughs> not like in that way, but I mean like music theater. Yeah. No, yeah. I, okay. I just have it. So anyway, it says that, <laughs> like its smaller cousin, the $500 bill. Oh, they're cute cousins. cousins. The $100 oh bill God. was discontinued in 1969. So they, it's not in circulation, but I'm sure people still have it. Ooh. Okay, well, this has... I have, like, six pages of notes, so we got to get rolling on this story. <laughs> so, back to the story. So, they're in the bank vault. The guards get there. Um, there is $1.088 million in the uh, vault. The robber comes in, and while he's disarming the guards, because there's two guards, um, the one guard's gun accidentally goes off, and it, like, shoots the other guard. Oh. I know, I know, I know. So, yeah, it ricochets, and it hits the um, other guard in the chest. No. I know, I know. So, here's... I'm going to take a little turn from the story at this point. First of all, oh, okay, if you never are mind. an armored vehicle, why are you not wearing a bulletproof vest? I don't know. These weren't the questions I asked. Okay, but that's sorry. a really, really good question. Yeah. 
Teeny, sorry. So I'm sh- I'm shifting, and it uh, next thing I know is FBI Special Agent Schlumpf enters the scene to head the investigation. He got very general descriptions of what happened because the witnesses that were being asked were um, about what had occurred were obviously like extremely traumatized so they didn't even get an accurate description of what the robbers looked like he basically got like oh well they could be white or black or hispanic Uh, and the only real indicator he got was one of them was probably about six foot feet tall the other one maybe like six three and they both were like around 200 pounds so that's all they had to go on on finding these robbers because long story short the robbers had gotten away at this point with the all of the money. Wow. The over a million dollars they got away with. The FBI didn't believe that it was an inside job because, like I had said earlier, the victims said that the robbers seemed surprised at the inside of the building, especially looking, um, they were looking around at the cameras, like kind of indicating they hadn't been inside there before. But as they're like going about this investigation, trying to figure out what happened, a witness comes forward. There was a delivery driver that saw the robbers fleeing the scene. (gasps) That's right. He saw them get in a white Chevy S10 S10 pickup truck and the vehicle was found not long after about a quarter mile from the crime. So, yes. The vehicle was a stolen police maintenance vehicle that was stolen about a week earlier. What? Mm -hmm. So there was a woman that lived in that neighborhood where that truck, that stolen truck had been ditched. And she said she never actually saw anyone in the truck, but there was a white GMC dually. So that's like a, you know, dually has the four wheels. I don't know. I don't know what kind of audience we have. (laughs) Um, So it's a GMC dually where there's like the, the axle that has the four wheels on the back tires. Now they know that so the investigators the FBI now knows that they've switched vehicles they ditched that car and grabbed a new one but they they know what kind of car they're looking for at least Mm -hmm. by the way okay by the way by the way the injured guard survived oh good (gasps) yes so that's like a glimmer of hope in this dark sea I heard chest and I thought I don't know Okay. I, I forgot to mention he that. did like punctured his heart, yeah. nicked his artery, lungs. Mm-hmm. It went, I spiraled. <sighs> I'm so sorry. That was my fault. My bad. But he survived. <laughs> okay, good. He survived. But you know what didn't survive? That $1,088,000. It was stolen. So the FBI was able to rule out the employees as suspects. And they believe the robbers learned what to do by following those employees around for, oh. you know, a while. They kind of figured out the routine. They even offered a $50,000 reward for oh. anyone that could provide information that led to the arrest of the actual uh, people that committed the crime. So it was a week later. So we're now on a week later after this crime has happened. The FBI receives a call from the airport. By the way, this story goes like all over the place because they're having the hardest time figuring out what happened, who this Mm -hmm. person, people are. So they get a they get a call. They hear from someone at the airport that the airport had received a call from someone asking if large amounts of currency would set off the metal detectors. Wow. That's what I thought. That's what I thought when I heard that, when I read that. So they took down the number from the caller ID and gave it to the FBI. So dumb. I know. So they used reverse phone directory to find the address where the number, the call came from. Oh my God. So now at this point. Did you ever watch the show, like the dumbest criminals? Oh yes. I I feel like this would be an episode. So this is where you think it's going, but it's not going where you think it is at this point. Okay. But I, that's what I thought. I was like, oh, case closed. They're going to find this idiot. The FBI gets to the house where that phone call had come from, and they're surveilling it to kind of see what's going down in the hood. 
and they noticed that there were a lot of people coming and going from that house, like in and out. They're pretty much just like, what is going on here? This is the FBI. They're like, well, what is happening, honey? What, what are, why are there all these like randos here? So then after several hours of watching, they go up to the house to interview the resident. And it turns out the lady that lived there was a piano teacher giving lessons every 30 minutes. <laughs> and the reason she called the airport is that she was going to Utah with $3,000 cash. So she called the airport to ask about the metal oh, detectors. Wow. And this was a dead end in the case. <laughs> yes, it had nothing to do with it. That is hilarious. Oh. This little grandma was like, I know. That's, I know. Like, that's her life saving. <laughs> so she's cute. like, they're going to arrest me. That's right. This poor little <laughs> piano teacher. That's so cute. So then they get another tip. They get another tip on the line, and it's from a lady, it's from a woman, and she says that she has a friend who was spending a lot of money lately. So this is like suspicious activity. Mm -hmm, Right. The friend that was spending all this money, guess what her profession was? She was an exotic dancer. Yes. Stripper. Yeah. Yeah. Her name was uh, Jennifer Arden, and she was a dancer, dirty dancer. (laughs) What did I say? By the way, I love that movie. (laughs) Dirty Dancing. Oh, I did. Did you see the show recently? They they did the real Dirty Dancing. I can't. I can't. Mm Oh, well, this was guy. Was good? Oh, my God. I don't care. Original I don't Patrick Swayze. I can't. No, it was a dedication to the movie. So oh. they were getting, like, um, celebrity da- to, to recreate the dances. Oh, okay. So it was, like, a, an homage. Oh, yeah. I see. And let me tell you, the love of my life. Oh. Matt Palmer? He, he doesn't like girls. But I'm sure when he sees me. With, <laughs> but is that who you're talking about? No, but he's my also my love of my life. Oh. This Okay, I'm so sorry if this other guy hears this, that we put another man's name on. Because I am convinced, like, in my mind, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna, this man is going to meet me. He's from The Bachelorette. And I oh, the fact that, I know you guys don't watch this show, but I just have to get this off my chest. I need you guys. Google you're him. my therapy. I'm in love with him. His name is Tyler Cameron. And the, I'm. I have problems, I think, because like a few months ago, I seen that he was in Santa Barbara visiting and on Instagram, he goes, oh, does anyone have recommendations for something? I said, heck yeah, I do. So I get on there, I be messaging, I go, blah, 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 you should do this, that. In my mind, I'm like, he's going to want to meet me, okay? In my mind, we're already engaged, like he's, we're setting sail and everything's already done and over with. And anyways... I, he he's a constr- you know what it is is I like his personality and he also is like a construction worker so he can build and fix me I like construction you know worker. what I'm saying look up a beautiful black and white of him with his shirt off that's what we want to see okay. but he's like he has skills you know what I mean I love a man who has like right. actual skills I'm spending too much time <gasps> Mimi okay Mimi okay Mimi <laughs> <laughs> He's a cutie patootie. He's cute. He's a cutie. Yeah. He's 29. Yeah, oh. that's like, I'm 28, so... I Perfect, right? <laughs> perfect. 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 Anyway, so when I meet him and he inevitably wants to be a guest on this podcast, like, you guys can meet him and oh, it'll okay. be wonderful. It will. So, um, I'm spending too much time on this. Why did I talk about him? Oh, he was on the show, The Real Dirty Dancing. Oh, okay. They had invited him and he was one of the people doing the dancing. Gotcha. And I also like that he dances. I, lo- I love a dancing man. Anyways... Okay, back to this story. They get another tip. Stripper's friend is like, oh, you know what? 
I'm going to tell on her that she's been spending a lot of money lately to the FBI. They traced the, her phone number to a trailer park. Okay. This uh, stripper. I would assume that strippers who make a lot of money wouldn't be in a trailer park. Yeah, but this is Las Vegas. Like the cost of living. I don't know what it's like there. Is it good? I would I, think it was better than California where we live. Yeah. But, you know, maybe and this was back then. That was, This was 1998. Also, yeah. maybe she loves a trailer. Like, I don't know. I don't mind a trailer. Like, is it a double wide? I don't know. Mm. I don't think it was, though, if I'm being honest. So, anyways, they trace the call um, to the trailer where she lived, and they stake it out. These, uh, these agents love a stakeout. So, in a matter of minutes, a white GMC truck <gasps> mm-hmm, pulls into the driveway. Yep, it's the same make and model as the robber's getaway vehicle. They run the license plate, and the car is registered to someone by the name of Timothy Blackburn. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) If I knew how to do sound effects, they would be right now. So we're back to recording. We can't get into it, podcast people, but we a bomb was dropped on us and huge. Mm-hmm. It was a huge bomb. Um, we'll just say in our work life, and we're all really angry and upset about it, and uh, we're trying to get back to this podcast. So here it goes. It was stale. I try them Honestly, on. though, like these Cheetos are a little stale, but I'll eat them anyway. I don't eat Cheetos however they are. I don't care if they're stale. But if you're going to order a pizza, let me know and I'll give you money for a soda. Oh, I would like a Coke. I got it. I would like a Coke. I got it. Baller! Oh my god, somebody is selling very much. Somebody's <laughs> selling her lashes. <laughs> no. Um, but where do you guys want it from? Do you want like little Caesars? Literally, or you guys literally like whatever you're gonna get. Actually, like I'm fine with that. Literally anything. I normally long don't as get little Caesars okay. just because. No, whatever you but get. I, I like it. It's fine, but most people are like, that's so gross. No, it's pizza. Domino's is gross. Honestly, though, they've gotten better <gasps> in really? recent. I kind of love. See, that's really? where I normally get. My I kind of love but Domino's. It can get a little pricey. Ooh, though, tell but. me your Domino's order. Um, you it's get. just you don't like it. Is there pineapple? Yeah, I love pineapple. So I always well, no, pineapple. it's like you just take the. If you don't like it, my thing is like, don't complain about it. It's still a perfectly good pizza. Just remove the pineapple from your slice. Right, mm-hmm. I do that with you know every I mean? other topping because most people yeah. like lots of toppings that I know. I would never. I get, in here. Yeah, of course. I would never be like, no, don't let me have that pizza. I'm still gonna eat the pizza. Let's be honest, okay. I mean, fatties does two for one. Ooh, fatties. And it's only like 15 bucks. The only thing is they take a long time, don't they? Oh, do they? As long as I can get a soda, I don't care about anything. <laughs> like a two liter. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Real sugar, Coca-Cola, all of it. I have my diet soda, so I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so people, the bomb was dropped, and we're trying to get back on this podcast. We're trying to get back on track. Now we're stressed eating with chips. <sighs> soon to be pizza um okay so you guys we left off on this robbery where they go to the strippers um trailer oh right and they see the car they were looking for they track the plates and they find out that it belongs to this guy named timothy blackburn so the agents that were there um call it in and a few minutes later the SWAT team arrives they surround the trailer um, along with a search warrant and they go in the trailer and they find a guy there his name is Riley Bates. Oh, okay. Bates. Mm-hmm. Bates, Bates Motel, mm-hmm. Norman Bates. Right. Yes, but also not at all a connection to this. Um, Riley Bates, who is Jennifer's boyfriend. The, oh. The exotic dancer. Okay. So they live there at this trailer okay. together. 
So the cops, the FBI, whoever you want to call them, the authorities. <coughs> you okay? Oh, yes. Yeah, oh, my okay. God. Oh, no. So the authorities are up in this trailer, and they notice that this trailer is a literal garbage dump. There's trash everywhere. It's disheveled. It's gross. Like, you, um, they don't, you know... Mm-hmm. They don't find a clean space anywhere that they look. So then, amongst the disgusting garbage, they see a brand new safe. You know? Dumb. Brand new. They don't even try to hide this brand new safe. So uh, they uh, basically, Jennifer and Riley, Jennifer's over at her job right now at the club, Mm -hmm. up in the club, and... While they're searching this trailer, they have other agents talking to her. And then while they're talking to her, there's these FBI agents talking to Riley. And both Riley and Jennifer are like, oh, I don't know. The safe doesn't belong to me. Riley's like, it's Jennifer's. Jennifer's like, oh, it's Riley's. Oh. Yeah. They're like. Not trying suspicious to, at all. Mm-hmm. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. <laughs> so they basically are just like, no, it's no, it's not my safe. It's the other person's safe. So after like a ton of back and forth, um, they eventually find out like, yeah, it is Riley's. Don't try to blame it on your girlfriend, you dirty dog. Mm-hmm. And they finally get the safe open. And inside the safe is $50,000. And some marijuana because, of course, like, you got to have both in the Mm -hmm. safe. Mm -hmm. Because at this time, highly illegal. Riley claims that he made the money selling pot and he has no idea about the robbery. The cops are like, hey, dude, um, so what's what's going on here? What's this money? And he's all, um, yeah, I'm just like... I grow my own weed and I sell it and I have $50,000. So that's where I got it from. Saving it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the cops weren't born yesterday. The FBI wasn't born yesterday. And they're like, mm, yeah, this seems a bit suspicious. They basically bring in this like special agent to come in and interview this idiot. Sorry, Riley. Like, you're not smart. You're just not very He's smart. Not. Um... So, anyways, he... Then he's, like, telling this story. Riley's telling this story. He claims that his brother, Robert Bates, and his friend, Tim... Remember Tim um, Blackburn? Yes. That they committed the robbery. Riley's like, they committed this robbery. They gave me this money. They did it. But I didn't commit no robbery. It was the two of them. And, like, they gave me some money. Whatever. The cops then, like, can't find Tim. They can't locate Tim Blackburn. But they do find um, Riley's brother, Robert. And they find um, Robert at the Luxor Hotel in Las Vegas. He's been partying it up. He's been spending a lot of money (gasps) out there on drugs and all kinds of stuff. Everything. Women, all the things. So they, they, in the hotel room, they find drugs, a gun, and only $5,000 in cash. But they found five grand in the hotel room. So they found that guy. He kind of doesn't really lead anywhere, but they're still looking for this Tim Blackburn guy, okay? They shift their focus. The FBI focuses on finding Tim Blackburn. Interestingly enough, Tim Blackburn, sorry, I can't say his name, Tim Blackburn has been investigated for armed robbery in the past. (gasps) Not his first rodeo. No, it's not. Yeah. And he's also considered a highly dangerous subject. He's a martial arts expert. And he loved fighting and he liked guns. And he was also an accomplished marksman. So this guy's kind of like a bad dude. Wait, what's a marksman? Like a, he's, pew, pew. Okay. Pew. Oh. He's really good at like shooting. Target. Target. Yeah. 
like she, like really yeah. good marksman, like sharpshooter, yeah, like oh, yeah, sniper types. He has some time to get, I guess, good at it. I don't know. So let then Google, but let me Google what marksman is. Marksman is a person skilled in shooting, especially with a pistol or rifle. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Yes. So now the agents are like, we got to find Tim. We're going to go back to his house. We're going to check out the situation. Um, so they get to his home and then a car. So basically when they're approaching the house, a car kind of comes out of nowhere and it accelerates. The, the person in the car accelerates the car towards these uh, these agents like to hit them. Mm-hmm. This person's a terrible driver. They barely miss the people. They, like, crash into the sidewalk or whatever, and then they get out of the car and because they lost control of the car. And so then they see Blackburn, some lady. So Blackburn gets out of the car, and he, like, books it. He books it. He runs. And now there's, like, a foot chase that they're doing. They're trying to get a hold of him. The driver of the car was his sister that was with him, Blackburn's sister. Mm-hmm. They go on this foot chase. Eventually, they, like, find this guy um, on foot, and this here's, like, the scary part of this. Like, so when they detain him, when they find him in this alleyway or whatever in this neighborhood that they found him, mm-hmm. he had a mask and an empty ankle holster on him. So, apparently, when he had, like, crashed the car and got out, the gun had fallen out of his ankle holster, thank goodness, or else he probably I would have shot oh at those officers. God. I know, like, that's scary. Um, so they were questioning. So they take him. I don't know why they did it this way, the agents, but they didn't, like, from what I could gather in the story, they just, like, went back to his house. Like, they got him and they went to his house. And then they were questioning uh, Tim, Timothy, Tim. I don't know. I don't, I'm going to just call him Blackburn. Mm-hmm. So they were questioning Blackburn and his wife, Sophia. At their house, which I was like, mm, why don't you take him down to the station yeah. or whatever? But anyways, he was denied, denied, denied. I don't know what robbery, robbery, robbery. <laughs> I don't know what robbery you speak of. Um, that's not how he talks. And then the wife, Sophia, is also just like, mm, don't be talking about my man that way. Like, just unhelpful. She's just mm-hmm. kind of unhelpful to the authorities all around. Um, she's one of those ride or dies, it sounds like, for her man. And I'm like, mm, sometimes it's time to be like, maybe. Maybe turn him in. <laughs> so maybe step away from that situation. They get over to this house and they're like, "Well, maybe we should search this house for the money because we're here." So they're looking around the house, they're not finding any money, and then they go outside and they go to the doghouse. And in the doghouse, <gasps> no, hidden in the doghouse in the backyard is over nine hundred thousand dollars. Nine hundred thousand dollars. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, squeaky chairs. Oh, oh, oh my god. No, no, no. I got it. Oh. Are you okay? Are you okay? Yeah, oh I'm fine. Oh my god. Are you okay? Oh my god. Hi, mom. <laughs> Your poor mom's like, how are you? Oh my god. She still don't know. Melissa almost tripped over the computer cord and ate it. Um. Okay. We're gonna pause. There's too much happening. Yeah. So. We are it comes breaking, um, two, so we can talk about our pizza order. Two medium one-topping pizzas, five breadsticks, eight boneless chicken wings. Oh, that's cool. I probably am not going to stay that long. Should we not order something big then? Or order? I, I just mean, like, don't worry about me in this situation, because when we're done, I'll probably run home to feed Gary. Okay, so, so if it's gonna order, so if the order's gonna really take should. like a long I know, that's time, that's the only thing I was worried about. Like that one was like forty-five minutes, I'm to an hour. Do, like Little Caesars, yeah. 
The only thing is, I don't know how their ordering is. It's not like... Do you door, door dash it or do you go? I've never, I never go. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Um, my brother-in-law goes, but he'll like go pick it up. Like, he's very just like, oh, hot and ready is not their like, yeah. their whole thing. It's like hot and ready. You can and the only thing is that it's, um, oh, I'm going to do the update tonight. Oh yeah. So I was like, oh, my phone updated last night. And when I got up this morning, you know how your phone's all weird. It's like, oh, do you right. want to do all these things now? And it was like, oh, do you want to do face ID with your mask on? And I'm like, where was this two years ago when I needed it? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, now that I don't have to wear a mask, you're offering this option? Yeah. Seems a little unhelpful, Apple. But also, Apple, please sponsor us. Thank you. We all Love have you, iPhones. Apple. Love they you. do delivery. Do you have to have, like, a minimum? Do they? What are they, like, five pizza minimum? <laughs> Maybe. Let me see. I'm going to type in my address. I just worry that it is, like, a Friday night, and it's like... Yes. Yeah, it's telling me that I can do delivery. Okay. So they have a stuffed crazy bread, stuffed crazy bread meal deal with a Pepsi. Pepsi? Yeah, it looks like they're a Pepsi product. I'm a Coca-Cola girl. Unless Pepsi wants to sponsor us, then I will be switching. This is a break. I mean, a break. Uh, breaking news. Okay. Um, Madeline McCain. You guys know Madeline McCain? I don't, but you can inform us. Who. <gasps> okay. I'm so it's sorry. It's a really huge case. She was like... A little girl. I don't even know. They don't have the whole story in here because it's been oh. like so long. Oh my gosh! Yes, there was like a Netflix or something. Show, yes, a documentary on her. She they went into another country. Yes, yeah, Portugal. And um, the parents were out like drinking wine. Mm-hmm. They left her in the bedroom. They thought. Oh. Do you remember that? And like they had another she family that they were like kind of hanging out with. with. A little, like, yeah. Okay, we're yeah. gonna cover this story next time. We will. We'll cover it at some point yeah. um, because it says suspect has been identified 15 years after her disappearance. Oh my goodness. Where is she? <gasps> I don't know. I, I didn't even read anything, but it. I just saw the headline and I'm like that immediately looked, news. and it's like a suspect has been identified in the 2007 case of missing toddler Madeline McCain. Oh, poor little baby. I know. So we'll have Everyone to cover this case did too. It. They probably did. I'm sorry, I shouldn't say that. I don't, I don't know. know. Everyone said the parents did it because they were out, like whining and dying. Well, you definitely shouldn't leave your little toddler I don't, alone I don't like know. that. Did you watch that documentary though? Yeah. What do you think? Do you think the parents did it? I don't think. So I, but I do think something. I don't odd. think they did it, something but I, I definitely think happened. they have to take responsibility for being absent. Oh yeah. yeah. How could you sleep your child? So, ten forty nine. It's a pepperoni pizza. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Stuffed crazy bread, plus sauce Sign and a up. two liter Pepsi. Sign me up. Yeah. Okay. Little Caesars brought. Us, can it come? Brought like you this minutes? podcast. <laughs> Right. Po- How long well, is it going to take? I mean, isn't it just like right over there? Could we just like go right get it? Or like right there? We're going to have to go get it. Oh my God, it's probably like $45 in DoorDash fees. Is it through their app or no? Oh, they have a thin crust. Oh, but I love crust though. I love a thick pizza. They have the ultimate supreme. Ooh. Are you a thin or a thick crust girl? They have a, I love both, they have a, but I really like the Hawaiian. Crust. I love a thick crust. Yeah, but then that's a specialized and then it's, it's like, $9. I get so scared when it's thin crust pizza because I'm not trying to have a cracker. I know. It cannot I, be too thin. It's, I like a thin. Do you think we're good with just one pizza? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think we're really good. Yeah, yeah. As long as there's a, pe- a soda, I don't care. I know. I'm just like, I need my caffeine, even though I shouldn't have it right now at 9.14 p.m. Is, did you do it through Little Caesars? Yeah, that's what I'm doing okay. it through. But I don't know if they, like, use door Like, you know how they partner with, like, DoorDash? Yeah, even though you're doing it on the app. I know. But it won't make you, like... 
I guess we could. Do we want crazy bread? No, we're fine with the no cheesy bread. It right? has cheesy crust, right? Do you, oh, do you need the? Cre- I want crazy. Yeah, okay. get that crazy like bread. Cheesy bread. I do love a crazy cheese. bread. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. That is the best part of a little Caesar. It's all no contact. Leave at my door. No delivery instructions. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is the kind of quality content that people are wanting to hear. I have some cash. We can just do it. Cash. Oh yeah, I have a dollar. I can oh, give I cash. Two dollars in cash. Yeah, I have a dollar. We each give a dollar. Yeah. You have cash. I don't. I don't know. If, I may have a dollar, but just, I don't know. Okay, just put zero dollars for the tip, and then yeah. we we'll give cash. Here, I have a dollar. Oh, delivery free three ninety nine. Service fee two fifty five. Dollar, make me holler. So it's gonna be. So sorry. <laughs> It's gonna be. It's like fourteen ninety eight, but our total is twenty two dollars. That's okay. That's fine. Twenty two dollars for what? For pizza. Yeah. For happiness. Yeah. I see. This is why I'm horrible with DoorDash. This is why DoorDash sponsor us, please, because we. Right. Honestly, I had to stop DoorDashing because I can't afford it. No, me too. This is the first time I've DoorDashed all month. Same. Or like I would be DoorDashing. Yeah. Yeah. Remember the good days when we would be like, who wants McDonald's? I know. And then we would DoorDash it at work like every day. Yes. I think that's what put us in the poor house, to be honest. (laughs) But we'll cut all of this out so that they want to sponsor us. Yeah. Yeah. We love you, DoorDash. We'll keep that part in. Yeah. DoorDash, we love you. We love you. We just broke. DoorDash, you took all I literally had my goal as do not use DoorDash. That's a good goal. For the month. Like the month of April, do not use DoorDash. Unless it's like an extreme emergency, like right now. Oh my gosh, it sounds like an emergency. Well, we had well, that bomb drop on us. Technically, if she's using her phone, and I can give you my card, so that way you could enter the, my information in. No, I can I can do my card. That's what I'm okay, doing. Okay, then right I have now. my mail you. How much was it? Like twenty two something. Twenty two something. Overall, right, the whole total cost. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so while you guys do that, I'm gonna get back into the story. All right. Okay. I hope I did this right because this card estimated time is nine forty. <gasps> it's twenty minutes. Oh, that's not that bad because <laughs> it's only nine seventeen. Yeah, we're like, but we want it at eight o'clock right now. <laughs> You're like, oh my god! I'm like, it's twenty. It's twenty minutes. It's like very fast. I'm not good with numbers. Okay, the numbers it just sound like, like shut up. <laughs> it was so close. Five, four. Don't be giving out the last two of your zip. No. Oh, I'm gonna have to edit that out. How did they know it was my zip? Because you just said that. I don't know. Now you have to edit it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, it could have been the last of your credit card. I mean, honestly, I don't know how they would figure anything out based on two digits, but scammers be out here trying really hard. I know. Okay, you guys, I have to finish this story. So, okay, okay Tim Blackburn, we figure out who he is, his skill set, and that he's kind of um, a scary dude. I already talked about how they tried to run them off the road. They found the nine hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars at the doghouse. Okay, ninety thousand or nine hundred? Oh, I don't know what I said. Nine hundred thousand. Okay, over nine hundred thousand. Okay, so flash forward, they got Tim Blackburn and the Robert Bates guy, who were the ones that like committed the robbery at the ATM facility distill whatever distillery ATM distillery. <laughs> The okay. repository, ATM. Yes. Depository. Oh, no. I don't know. We're Wait, moving on from the yeah, word. Okay, we got it. Yeah. So, <laughs> little Timmy boy and Robbie Rob are charged with bank robbing, carjacking, kidnapping, and using a firearm in the commission of a crime. Wow. They are held at the Las Vegas Detention Center. Okay. Now, I didn't even tell you 
all of the crazy things that happen in this story, but here's one of them. Okay. So, oh, I guess we're almost there. So, before I get to the crazy, crazy part, the officers, they start kind of thinking, like, oh, I wonder if there's, like, more people involved in this scam, this scheme, this robbery. Like, these guys don't seem like the brightest um, crayons in the coloring box. So, they're like, mm little little strange um they're thinking maybe the wife so uh sophia oh sophia's okay. her name tim's yeah. wife yeah. like maybe sophia knows a little something something about this situation because um she was providing an alibi for tim saying oh no he was with me that whole night mm-hmm. which they know they know I like say mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Yep. and so she was just like making up a bunch of nonsense and this agent slump schlump that i talked about earlier mm-hmm. who's been heading this investigation he's like no none of the things that she was saying were plausible. The date is now August 11th, 1999. Sophia visits Tim in jail. She sneaks in a tiny tool on her keychain in order to loosen the screws on the window. You know when you go and visit someone in jail? Well, yeah. I mean, on TV, because I don't go and visit people in jail usually. I haven't. Um, or prison. Before. Oh, really? Actually, that's not true, because I have visited. Oh, really? Visited. Like, she was shocked, like, oh, really? I know. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, oh really? Well, you guys, the thing it's about me is, like, I come from a different, like, breed of people, I think. <laughs> um, criminals, if you will. And so, like, I have visited facilities before. But anyways. That's scary. Um, or is it home? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, so like some facilities, like depending on like the place you go to, um, they either have like people behind like windows you can or sometimes you're like mm-hmm. out, but in this one it was one where he was behind a window. And so she used this little keychain tool to that was like a little screwdriver a little teensy tiny one she loosened the screws on the window that was separating them and um basically the guard that was there he left to escort a prisoner um out of the way and then of course he's this tim blackburn seizes his moment he removes the bulletproof glass he climbs through it and then they like run out of the jail the prison sophia then grabs a gun that she had hid like in the bushes and gets it out gives it to Tim Blackburn mm-hmm. and God. basically at this jail now they have like these these guards come out shootout is occurring what? at the prison I'm telling you this story is nuts so shootout is happening she like while he's having the shootout this wife runs off to get the getaway vehicle she comes she gets him and they get away they get that is a, a ride or die. Oh, I see that. Mm-hmm. She's a real ride or die. She like literally. Yeah. Yep. So police now, the FBI, they have everyone all over this. Like because this was like a big deal in the first place. Like when they finally had arrested him initially, like they couldn't figure out who it was. Now they've got this dangerous criminal out on the loose. So they have to figure out what's going on at this point. Now he's broken out of prison they do and i'm sorry i forgot to write down what like kind of getaway vehicle they had but basically the police tracked down the getaway vehicle at this point um and the getaway vehicle was found um at one of his relatives this tim blackburn's apartments because he's real you know not very smart smart. like i don't know why he's using all these relatives but um of course he's not even there he's not at the apartment 
it's um, his sister-in-law um, that they find home. The sister-in-law says, oh, I don't know where he is. No, no idea. Obviously, what happened, the police find out, is they switch cars. So, because they notice, like, oh, the getaway vehicle's here, but your car's not here. Yeah. Little suspicious. She's like, no, my car's just in the shop, like, getting some work done. So, that's where that is. So, yeah, they switch cars. Her car was in Nissan Pathfinder, so now they're trying to find this mm-hmm. car of hers. The FBI is searching for Blackburn, his wife, and their two little girls. They have two little girls. Oh, no. So, they're on the run. And nine days later, they get a call that the car, that missing car, um, has been spotted in the desert. And there was a family of four spotted nearby in the desert with this Nissan Pathfinder. The FBI and the Las Vegas police arrive there. Um, They're kind of like, the car is kind of like down in a valley. So the cops are all kind of gathered like up above. Uh, And also the SWAT team is there. So they're up on this ridge. They see this family down below in the valley, but they had to keep a distance because the area between the the cops and down there was unprotected. They believed that to be Tim Blackburn, right? And he's an excellent marksman, so they can't just, like, go down and endanger themselves like that. So this lead investigator guy, he's kind of like... A cool dude. He's like, okay, I'm going to do it then. This agent schlump. He's like, all right, just cover me. I'm going to go down in there and I'm going to confirm like if this is the guy or not. Wow. And they're like three to 400 feet away. Like the snipers, if anything went down, like that's a long way to have to like mm-hmm. try and right. stop something from happening. So he gets closer. It's not him. What? Yeah. Another dead end on this guy. It's crazy. They keep running into dead. I know. So it's not him. So then the next day, they're like, we can't keep doing this where we run into dead ends. Agent, the Angel Slump guy is like, we've used so many resources to for this one thing because we found someone who we think maybe might be him. Mm. SWAT, Las Vegas police, the FBI, we're all out here for no reason. Like, the, no reason. This isn't yeah. the guy. So he's like, here's our plan. So the next day... They get all this law enforcement together, and basically they're like, we're just going to interview everyone in this guy's life. We're going to interview everyone, and we're going to search all their cars, their homes. We're going to do everything we can to figure out where this guy is, uh, his whereabouts. So they find Tim Timothy Blackburn's brother is spotted the next day. He looks actually like a striking resemblance to his brother. At first, they actually thought it was Tim. Oh. And um, they noticed that this Tim, this brother has a brand new license. Uh, agents suspect that Tim gave, I'm sorry, that this brother of Tim gave him his license so that he could pass as a different person and like kind of like evade authorities and stuff because Mm -hmm. they can't track his whereabouts if it's not him going places. Um, they also find a note from Tim in his brother's car asking his brother to get him some money because like he doesn't have that million dollars anymore. Um, so they arrested the brother for aiding and abetting a fugitive. And then they also arrested the brother's wife. She was the one that switched the cars um, for lying when she said her car was in the shop. So they arrested the brother and the sister-in-law at this mm-hmm. point. And they're basically, well, they're going to use them as a way to draw Tim out. They're going to say, so they, the agents, the FBI develops a plan to, like I said, lure Tim Blackburn out into the open. So the agents finally find out that the last person that um, Tim had contacted was a f- like a friend. He was like a bouncer at a club, this guy. So the friend didn't want to, of course, say 
anything. And the agent slump tells this friend, he's like, look, we know that Blackburn is going to call you again. And when he does call you again, we need you to tell him that his brother and sister-in-law have been arrested. And anyone who has helped, anyone else who has helped him in this situation is going to be arrested. And all these people are going to pay for what you've done. That's like what the FBI is telling this friend to tell Tim when he calls. Sure enough. Uh, they get a call from this friend the next day and they're like, well, yeah, Tim called me. He, he called me up. I told him what you wanted me to say. The officer, or not officer, I'm sorry, Agent Schlamp, the FBI head investigator, he asked, he's like, well, what did Blackburn say when you told him that? He goes, and then the friend basically just says, he just said he was really mad. He was just really mad that they would do that. Yeah. <laughs> All that and yeah. he's just really mad. Yeah. So basically it didn't lure him out. They get a call from or Agent Slump gets a call from the Las Vegas SWAT team, an officer on that SWAT team, saying that um a CI and CI is a um confidential informant. They get a call that he was told by a CI that he saw Blackburn. At this point, Agent Schlumpf is like, I am sick and tired of these dang dead ends. Nothing ever leaves anywhere. So at first he's like, I don't believe it. I will believe it when I see it. But of course, this tip by the uh, CI leads them to a hotel. It's like a like a kind of roadside motel, like okay. long stay type situation. Mm-hmm. Hotel. Motel? Hotel. I think it's like a motel. 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 So the officers go over to the motel. They're like, hey, manager of motel, can you please let us know? Like, have you seen this guy? Of course, the manager's all, nope, never seen this guy before. And they're not registered at this hotel, so you can move along. They're always so unhelpful at these hotels. So Agent Slump is like, nope, no. This is not the case. So he's like, I'm going to rent a room here. <gasps> the office, the um, agent's like, I'm renting a room here and I'm going to stay here and I'm going to surveil this entire place until I find this guy. This facility wow. is under my watch now. Okay. I know. Yeah. So even though the motel tip was kind of looking like a false lead, he just stayed like diligent about it. And they devised another plan where they had a security guard from the hotel start knocking on all the doors of the rooms at the hotel. And so that the agent could like get a look at people inside the room well finally the security guard gets to one door sophia blackburn walks (gasps) right out the wife of tim Mm -hmm. (gasps) yeah so the swat team they respond in minutes they start evacuating the entire um hotel complex except for blackburn's and um what they did was they just made like a phone call into the apartment so they could have like a negotiator uh, talk to him and the negotiator is basically just telling him like we know you're in we know you're in there you're surrounded there's not any way that you're going to get out of this so you might as well just come out and give up well of course tim doesn't want to come out he doesn't want to speak to anyone except for agent slump because agent slump was the original arresting officer in this whole case so they're kind of like they have like a little yeah like a little cat and mouse cat and mouse they have like a little rapport (laughs) going you know agent slump is kind of just trying to hear him out like yeah i get like this is was a really hard situation for you to be in like being on the run for three weeks like after you escape prison that must be hard he's kind of just like you know trying to establish some kind of trust with this guy but um yeah it's it's kind of just not really going anywhere he he finds out in the 
the the length of the phone call that uh, Blackburn actually had gotten all the way down to San Diego from Las Vegas, and he was like ten minutes from the Mexican border, and then he just decided to like turn around and come back to Vegas. Yeah, wow, I know. Yeah, he. Yeah. So the thing that the officers are mostly worried about at this point are like the kids. Right. Mm -hmm. So they're like, are the kids in there? Well, they start hearing like little voices. So then they can confirm that the little kids are in the room. I know. I know. And I said that the story is sad. So I'm going to get to that. But it's really it's really hard. So Tim, he doesn't want to go to jail. He's like, I'm not doing that. I am not going to jail. There's no question about it. I won't be going back there. So sorry, but it's not going to happen. Um, he says like, I don't want my kids to be visiting me in jail and I'm just not going to, I'm just not going to go. So agent Schlumpf is like, well, can you please just like let the kids go? Why don't you have them come out? Like we can talk about this. They even are going back and forth between Sophia and Tim, the wife and him. They're just trying to get anyone to be reasonable in this situation. They would talk to the wife and they would kind of like get somewhere and then he would get upset and be like, no. And then he'd be like starting all over again. They're they're doing this for four hours, like over four hours. They're held up in there. It's like a hostage situation at this point. And um, I mean, at one point, even Tim Blackburn asked um, Agent Schlumpf, like, well, what's the best place to shoot myself? Like, (gasps) what would be the best place to shoot myself? Because he's like... Pretty much at that point, he's just like, no one's coming out of this. That was his like mindset. I feel like that's where this is going, and I'm like dreading. I know. The I'm gonna yeah. get. I'm gonna get there. Okay. I'm gonna get there. Like right a band-aid. So four hours of this negotiation have occurred. The SWAT team, they're like ready to run in at any moment. They even have like an explosive device on the door. Wow. They hear gunshots, <gasps> and unfortunately, they get into the room, and they, from the reports, so at first, from the reports that I saw, there was some mixed reporting going on as to whether the officers shot Tim Blackburn or if Tim had shot himself. The report that I had read from Agent Slump is that once the officers went in, they saw him shoot himself. The examiner, the medical examiner, that's what has been ruled. So that's just what I'm going to go with. That That's right. what has been determined. Sadly, he had shot his wife. What? He, he had shot his wife. Um, I knew it. I know, but the even like more sad part is he had shot both of his little girls. No. The little girls were alive, alive when they arrived on scene, but they couldn't get them help enough um, oh quickly that, enough. So they and I know I like I. It's really hard. It's really really sad that somebody would put themselves in like such a dangerous situation like that and become so unstable to take not only their own life but. <clears throat> their wife and their children it's really well it's just like that chris watts mm-hmm. yeah who like instead of just like walking away and just leaving yeah you have you to. have to murder your entire family and your unborn child like mm-hmm. yeah piece of crap and crap is not like i want to say like i know there actually aren't even words to describe yeah. because it's like such an evil thing right it's so right. like evil to do that so unfortunately the robbery was solved um 
Right. But it ended in tragedy. Right. I can tell you that um, the other people who were involved, I'll tell you about their sentencing. Yeah. So Riley Bates and the girlfriend, Jennifer. Oh, yes. So they pled guilty to um, possessing stolen money, and they were sentenced to just a year Mm-hmm. Um, in prison for because they had cooperated, so they cut a deal. Oh. Blackburn's sister-in-law was sentenced to one year in prison for lying to federal officers and impeding their investigation. And lastly, Robert Bates, who was the other bank robber, pled guilty to bank robbery and uh, was sentenced to 24 years in prison. This was in, what, 1999? So he's probably on his way to being out of prison soon if he's not out already. I didn't look into it because I got really sad. I know. um, When I found out the outcome of this um, story. But that is the horrible, horrible story of Las Vegas's most um, largest bank robbery. So now we're sad. That's wild. That's that's insane. It had like a lot happened. Yes, a lot happened in this story. I just felt really sad. I'm like, oh, not the children. This guy didn't like give up at all to like not be this guilty criminal. But Mm -hmm. then you go and take out your whole family. Yes. For your mistakes, like I also blame the wife because. It's like, you're going to put your children in danger with this criminal. Mm -hmm. Like, sorry if you love him or whatever, but it's like, you're going to put your, not only your own life at risk, but your children. Like, this is a dangerous, dangerous person. Clearly, he's mentally unstable. He's unhinged. Like, and you're going to help him rob, (coughs) break out of jail, like, hold your own children hostage. Like... Mm -hmm. I don't know. It was terrible. So now that everyone's sad, um, we're going to eat some pizza. <laughs> yeah, we're going to eat our feelings. Definitely. We already have feelings. been like all day. I know. I can't believe it. I can't believe I got through that whole story. That was really good. Yeah, it was a good one. Wow. Yeah. I haven't heard of that one either. Mm-hmm. Like, I was trying to find something different. Yeah. But it was also sad. Like, I need something a little more uplifting. Okay, so, um, all right, so now that was that, so we can, you you have your urban legends, right? Oh, right. Yeah, so we did some like stories. Like my email. We did some stories on the previous episode about urban legends, and Melissa is going to do a grand reveal of which ones are true and which ones are false. I should have been totally looking for this, like, but I was so captivated by your... Story. I'm so glad you guys were captivated. I didn't think yeah. I was telling it very well. I was like really sucked into oh it because I was like, oh, they're going to find him. Oh, it's the stripper. It was the stripper. It's always the stripper. <sighs> I know. I mean, no offense to any strippers out there. If you're listening. No, because Not honest to God, like some hustle. Yeah. And they make that money and uh, I wish I had the body because I probably that was me. I don't even know if you have to have a body for it. Like you could just have confidence. Every time I look at those TikToks that like... I, I end up on stripper talk a lot for some reason. Really? That's so Me interesting. Yeah. I've never... Where they're like throwing, yeah, throwing all their money. Like, and I'm like, money. why isn't that on my For You page? Yeah, I love my like TikTok. Um, Your algorithm. It, it's good. Like I... <laughs> I've been working on this for a very long time. Yes. <laughs> oh my god! I tell Lance not to mess with my algorithm. Yeah. Oh no. I'm all, don't be liking that. No. I do that to my sister's phone. If she has it open, I like go through it. <gasps> Me. Like like. like that's <laughs> you have to mess up. Yeah, it's my favorite thing. That is messed up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, we do have the spearmint rhino down the way. 
Right. If times ever get too hard. You know what? We should. What if we coordinate right. like a whole like. We just stripper like. We just. Company, <gasps> you know? And like where we could find. We. We unionize them? Yeah. We're basically. <gasps> yes. yes. <laughs> we unionize. We unionize <laughs> the strippers. We fully protect them in all ways. And then we like we still make their money. We, don't we just control them. We're, wait. We didn't, don't isn't this the plot them. of Good Girl season four? I don't know. I it is. It. it is the plot. And honestly, fine. What? Good girls. Oh, that's right. It's like the plot of the fourth season. They like buy a strip club and then they like. They do. Yeah. And then they like coordinate all the ladies and then they're just like, they take their cut. You know? That could be us. They wash their money. They take that their could cut. Be us. Okay. You ready? Okay. I have Urban it. Legends. So the first one was Candyman. And this one, just to recap, was an African-American man who was brutally murdered because he, in the 19th century, had an interracial love affair. Mm, yeah. And so now people who don't believe in him, um, it's rumored that he kills people who do not believe in him. And if you're, like, you say his name five times and he's supposed to appear. Yeah. And there's a movie. A movie. And there's all, oh. Yeah, there's a movie and all that stuff. I mean, I So this believe, one so. is actually false. Yeah. Well, really. <laughs> Um, I'm shocked. <laughs> but, so the next one is The Woman in Black. Mm-hmm. So this one is um, a woman who was, she was, she appears to men who typically misbehave, cheat on their wives. Mimi's um, all about her. Committed some moral or transgression. Black all the time. Right. <laughs> um, she appears suddenly and unexpectedly. Um She's, it was rumored to be in Roanoke, Virginia in the 1900s. And um, now it says sometimes a woman in black was said to hit, pummel, knock down men to the ground. Mimi is um, nodding. Yes. Mimi is nodding. Rich retribution for their sins. <laughs> Do um, it. Oh my God. <laughs> and so now they say that she actually comes in like ghost form and does the same thing like goes up to men yeah who are... she should continue her legacy so oh this one actually <laughs> is true ah! well yeah. we don't oh know well the ghost probably not but she did used to do those things I mean people are saying that they've had accounts of like seeing a woman in black I don't believe in ghosts but I'm it's fine it's but that's fine. your opinion yeah I'm just saying yeah. this but based but what we're talking about here is if it's based on a real story and this is based on a true this is based on a real event so so the next one was the kidney on ice which is the legend goes that it's usually like travelers that are not familiar in an area oh businessmen gosh. college students tourists um, that are enjoying a drink at a hotel and they suddenly wake up hours later filled the bathtub of ice which was also I think on an urban legend TV show or something I feel like I've mm-hmm. heard about this anyway this one is true I yeah. know I know it's true because and I've I like seen... like you could deep dive into this like, well, yeah. I tra- I'm an avid traveler as you know yeah. and I'm just like ain't nobody gonna steal me I am on high alert yep these kidneys watch your dreams I'm only selling them if it's up to me and I need right. 20 grand okay? I don't even know what is the going rate now, uh, I mean we would, <laughs> I'm gonna put that in my search engine I'm I'm thinking Siri I don't need to know yeah I'm thinking don't put that in the search engine however if any listeners out there know the going rates please send us an email at thecrimequeenspodcast at (laughs) gmail.com just for research purposes just for yeah this is for educational purposes Mm -hmm. we'll report back to our listeners we do not sell or aid and abet in the uh, black market market. of selling organs but we would like to know the price thank you Um, okay so the last one was the poison candy myth that has been around for decades 
I'm making sure the pizza doesn't show. Oh, yeah. We're all telling scary what is, stories. What they, sorry, where do they usually go? Like a Yeah, in the front. Okay. I'm going to have to unlock the gate so mm. that they can come in. Yeah. So it is the poison candy myth that's been around for decades. Like, it picked up in the 80s. It's also been around since, like... Um, so in the 80s, after a well-publicized Tylenol poisoning left seven consumers dead, that's where it kind of, like, picked up steam. One Texas father was convicted of murder oh, in 1975 after intentionally poisoning his son with cyanide-laced pixie sticks. <gasps> I um, remember that story. But is the myth of, like decades of this one like people poisoning no it is not true like the halloween candy yeah Yeah. the halloween candy is not true but this one unfortunate story of a father um and i think that's just where people got it from Mm -hmm. was because it was pixie sticks and usually that's a huge like candy item yeah um and so yeah that one was false oh my god really yeah Hmm. i kind of believe that I because we grew up like you know with like if you celebrated Halloween and stuff like yeah. if you went out and about then oh, my parents always check my candy yeah, yeah. it was check your candy check first. your candy for razor blades and right. little marks and stuff right. yeah and then as I got older and then you realize how like who would risk like their stash to right. s- put it in candy to give it to other people or like maybe it's just someone who's trying to harm but it could be a weirdo yeah it there are weirdos actually weirdos. I actually listened actually I actually I listened to a podcast and I have to go back because I don't remember who did it I don't know if it was morbid or if it was crime junkies I listen to like three all the time mm-hmm. but they actually did a report of mm. um, this man who in fact poisoned all these kids so <sighs> I think it was actually this case with the dad uh-huh. because what happened is they went out trick-or-treating. These group of kids went out trick-or-treating. They went up to this door that didn't have his lights on, but then the kids rang the doorbell anyway, and the guy came out and gave them candy. They go home. They wanted the pixie sticks, so they let them have the pixie sticks. Different homes, you know, the group of kids, mm-hmm. so different homes, and all these kids started to, like, trip out like it was LSD. <gasps> Whoa. LSD? Yeah. I don't know. Why are you looking at me? <laughs> because you usually know about, like... Crack? Just, like, no, just, like, in general. <laughs> just stuff. Yeah, stuff. Yeah, he could have put acid or, yeah, like, LSD. Yeah, and it was yeah. LSD, mm-hmm. and the little boy said, I could fly, and jumped out of the second story <gasps> window. Yeah. Oh, my God. And so they didn't know what happened. Well, come to find oh, out, cry. it was the father of the other child that tried to poison his own child and ended up poisoning and this child. Kids. Oh, my God. What is wrong with people? I don't know. Like, why do they just walk child? away? Like, why do they feel like they have to kill in order for it to be over? Right. Like, no, walk away. Just drop them off at the fire station like every other person. Or be like those, right. like... Dads that go those absentee milk father, and never come back. Right. Yeah, they absolutely <laughs> like, like an absentee father, like every other scumbag. Yes, exactly. <sighs> I just cannot with people. I can't either. Oh, it says that she's approaching. Oh, the door to the extreme. Oh, here's Oh, do you think I should reach out to DoorDash and be like, look, we got DoorDash live on our podcast. We would love to share that experience with our audience of 19. Um, <laughs> and I think. the keys? I don't know. Do I leave them on the table right here? Um, oh, I, no. Do I put them over here? I don't know. I don't live here. Well, I know. You were here when I grabbed them. So oh. I that you, like... I wish I paid attention to things. But yeah, it'd be great to be sponsored by DoorDash. Do you DoorDash. Think they even, do 
We just door dash. <laughs> door dash. <laughs> we just keep saying it different ways. Door dash. We could have been like door dash and crime, and then that would crime been our name, dash. And then they would have like crime dash. <laughs> Except like they would like. Probably sue us. Could be right. But still, we could have made it somehow. We could have been like, no. (laughs) Don't sue us. (laughs) Thanks. Sponsor us. Sponsor us instead. Because we could totally be like, all right, guys, uh, make sure to, when you, what is that noise? Oh, coffee. (laughs) Um, Make sure that next time we have our coupon code, um, you just plug in Crime Queens and you get 10% off your next order. Yes. Manifesting, manifesting, manifesting. If any of our listeners knows the DoorDash CEO, please let them know. Um, Or if you know the McDonald's guy. Or the Coca-Cola guy. Or they could be ladies. They could be women. Or Frito-Lay. Or Frito-Lay. Or Lay's. Hot Cheetos. We would love any of those sponsorships. Mm -hmm. We're having a hard time at work. And we're ready to go. (laughs) We're ready to just do this full time. So, thanks. We are ready. What is happening Hi. You dropped your crazy bread. Yeah, that's right. DoorDash is here. I hope this is picking it up. Great. Oh, I don't think it's picking it up. He dropped a crazy right, bread. He dropped so her bread. Much. I'm really Have worried about our bread being dropped. I hope it was the cheesy bread and not the uh, crazy bread. I, I, <laughs> yeah, because I don't care about the cheesy bread, just the crazy bread. <laughs> Ooh, my game. Yay! He's like this little guy. He was like trying to carry everything. Oh my gosh. Poor guy. That's so cute. Oh man, these are big things at marinara. I, those are huge. These are like, I'm, I'm so excited to eat. <laughs> <laughs> these breads are huge. I mean, breads, these marinaras are huge. They really are. <clears throat> yeah, he was a, he was like a teenager. Oh, because I heard him go, oh crap, or something. Yeah. And he dropped everything. Did he drop our bread? Yes. <laughs> I hope it wasn't the crazy bread. <laughs> Yay! Okay, oh, well, this is so cute. Like, we, we just say bye? Yeah, we just need to say goodbye to the podcast. Okay. Because we finished the story. Yeah. But we just, like, I need, like, there has to be closure at the end of the pod. Like an ending. Are you okay. recording? Yeah. I like to sneak record. Okay. Thanks. Because that's legal. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't think it is. Well, when you're, like, already a podcast host, like, you should know that it could happen at any moment. Well, I wanted to say thank you for sharing that story. Because that was a that, good one. That sad story. It was so a sorry. really good story. No, but like, it was a good, did... good story. I haven't heard of before. Yeah. I was like really nervous to be It was sad. It. And, yeah. and you did like extensive research, like mm-hmm. a lot. Oh my gosh. The whole story from like start to finish. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. You did a really good job. Yay. 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 Okay. Um, so next time, one of you guys can pick a story and then you'll surprise the other I two really of us. I really wish that I had more information about those three people in Irvine yeah. that were like found decomposed. <gasps> what if? I wish I, I had we more need information to deep to that. dive and then we go to Irvine. <laughs> oh my gosh. And like find the neighborhood and just yeah. like, take our own pictures. Uh huh. And then ask around. Cut the police tape and sneak in. Yes. Ask around. Oh, did you guys know that there is a. Um, oh my God. I wanted to get more information so I can bring it to this. Um, but there is a school. I forgot where they're located. Um, but it's a high school. And this teacher, he's bringing like this crime, like true crime. Well, I guess. Well, not true crime. But like 
There were his students can assist basically in investigating cold cases. <gasps> yes. Oh. And he's like, even though like they're just high school students, but he's trying to show that like these cold cases they could still possibly yeah. be solved. You know. Can we do that? And these high school students are like really involved, and they're like talking to the police, trying to get what have, they can. Why didn't like, they have that when I was in school? I know. Yeah. Oh gosh. And I don't know if they were going to do like a podcast, but um. <laughs> Wait, what? I was like, I would have never ended up in HR. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like we all have these different, like, visions of lives for ourselves. Because I can see me being, like, an FBI agent. But I also want to be... But you still can. I know, but I also want to be, like, a Broadway star. Do it all. That's my dream job is to be, like... You know what I was thinking yeah, of Yeah, FBI yesterday? by day. Um, John Wayne Gacy. Mm-hmm. They have a new oh, I see documentary. Yes. And something crossed my mind. He was a guy that just did whatever he wanted. He mm-hmm. became a clown. He um, volunteered for organization, yeah. politician. He was literally like, you want to do all these separate random like, things? He kind, literally kind of the Tiger everything. King was too, though. Yeah. Because he was a policeman. Mm-hmm. Wasn't he like the sheriff? Like The mayor? The, the sheriff? He, he tried to become yeah, the governor. He be, yes. He wanted he to run for singer. president. He had the zoo. Like, he had two. He had like, he had like four different husbands. Literally, like, these That's people hilarious. are just... I can't even do get whatever. one. This guy's got four. Do I whatever. know. I'm offended, actually. Yeah. Okay? I think maybe we're just not being enough, like... We need to take a page from these criminals. Follow your dreams. Follow but your not dreams. the criminal side. The the criminal side. <laughs> John Wayne Gacy. I can't even watch the documentary. I, I couldn't even finish watching what I I, the one I seen. But like, they were so, showing like, for his... me, like my heart, like just like kids, like I can't. It's so hard for me to like, yeah, listen to those podcasts where like, oh, they raped and murdered like four little girls. Like it is oh, so hard. Like I sometimes just skip over because I'm like I can't. I, I cannot listen. Like I can only imagine as an adult the terror you feel when you know like mm-hmm. I like okay my life is gonna end right. and you're fighting or whatever. But for like an eight year old, yeah, it's like, well, and a I child just, is supposed to be able to put trust in adults, and right? Stuff, and right. You know, so for like that to be yeah. betrayed, whether it's someone so, you know or not, I feel like people like that are on my purge list. Yeah, yeah. I just I, finished watching the Forever Purge, so I'm like. I can't watch that. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm I'm coming for all of you. I can't watch that. It's too scary. Me too. It gives me anxiety, but I watched it. The music, that siren, everything. Mm -hmm. I can't watch it. I was like, no. (laughs) I I like absolutely cannot. But Mm -hmm. at least you can tell us the recap. You know? I'm okay. (laughs) So the one thing I forgot we didn't do in our intro is um, who we feel like should be arrested this week. Oh god, I have a list. I have a list, and oh, I, we're talking about like who, like people, like just anyone like at all, people, oh, or like things that are on your last nerve. Oh, okay, okay. So here's one of mine. I have okay. a few written down, um, but there's one that came across this week specifically that I felt that I needed to talk about, mm-hmm. and I think the person or people I should say who should be arrested are people who talk on their cell phone while in the public restroom. Oh my god! Because I was at work the other day and I. I went into the restroom and I can't, I will, I'm actually not a hundred percent sure like who this person was, but not only were they on the phone, like in the bathroom stall, but they were, had the person they were talking to on speakerphone. So I was getting the full, <laughs> the full co- story. 
I was getting the full com- I was kind of into it actually I was like what is happening but they were like angry they were like yelling and this is at work like in the public bathroom yeah. and I was just like you know maybe not the time or place mm-hmm. to have this conversation mm-hmm. so that's why I feel should be arrested this week that happens a lot mm-hmm. I, I think it happened when I was in the restroom too and he's the same person probably <laughs> it's like I her like perfect two minute break I don't. I can't remember the last time. Like, I mean, maybe she's not even going to the bathroom. Maybe she's just taking her fifteen minute break away from everybody. <gasps> That's true. Yeah, but there's wants, other like, places. There's other places. There, your car outside. What if she has a car? Right. What if it's cold outside? No, she has a car. She has a car. Oh. Um, there's okay. like other places, you know. Wait, is this like someone like you know? I don't know who it is for sure. Oh, it's just a public bathroom. I don't know who it no. is for certain. It, someone like in the building. No, it's at it's yeah, it's like in our upstairs bathroom. <gasps> oh, how about someone in that upstairs building oh, in our building? Um Ooh. is that an almost like they were on a Zoom or a meeting? Ooh, is this it your, might have been the same person. Is this your who needs to be arrested? <laughs> no, because I don't think oh, okay. she needed to be arrested for it because I was walking out, so I didn't care. Oh, okay. But she was like Basically, like we ran each ran into each other as she w- I was walking out, she was walking in, into she had a bathroom? phone in her hand. Yeah, she was on a Facetime. It seemed like she was almost like she, I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, like, oh, sh-, like almost like to shush me, but in not. the bathroom. It was something like maybe it was her that made oh, the call. Oh no, no, not in the bathroom. I I hope it wasn't like a Zoom, but no, I don't think it was. <laughs> she's no, all, but I think she. Was I want an interview. <laughs> but like even when I talked, she was like, oh, like almost to tell me like I'm on the phone. I'm like, okay, we're going back. I kind of walked out like. <laughs> Okay, okay, weirdo. It's that the same. Weird. I guarantee it's person. the same person. It probably is. Who was it? Oh, wait. I guess you can't say on here. No, I'll no. tell you later. Okay. <laughs> I can't wait to hear. I was like, <laughs> how dare you? How dare you interrupt my Zoom call from the bathroom stall? <laughs> Super weird. Okay, do you guys have who needs to be arrested? You know what? I have many, many, many people... I just don't know if I can narrow it down because a lot of people have upset me today. Or I should say today. Literally just today. Just today. Just today. Yeah. But like since the last podcast, like I have gone through a lot. I've mm-hmm. gone through mediation. I've gone mm-hmm. through like just so much. Mm-hmm. And I just like, I feel like I a know. shell of a woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's like, it's tough. I guess whoever gave me this cold. Yes. Whoever gave you that cold. Yeah. Can mm-hmm. suck it and they can just rot in prison. Yeah. Because they're getting arrested. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just spreading germs. Super glad it's not COVID, but the cold still, still sucks. Yeah. yeah. It mm. sucks being sick. Mm-hmm. Do you have one, Mimi? Um, I feel like I have so many I can't narrow. No, I'm just kidding. I'm trying to think. I didn't know. Oh, I was like, okay. We were, yeah, I, we were doing this. I would have been so prepared. I would have had so like a little sorry. list. I sprang it on you. I'm so um, sorry. I guess the only thing I could think of today besides, <gasps> well, mm, I have so many. Mm. I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, I can't even say those. <laughs> I know. I can't say it. I can do a maybe, second one if you can't do one. Maybe manipulators. <gasps> yes. Just manipulators. How about manipulators in the workplace yes yes that's who should be arrested forever but if they're manipulators in the workplace you know they're manipulators everywhere exactly yeah mm-hmm. because they learned it from somewhere mm-hmm. so you and know. they will continue to do it they're probably manipulating their spouses their children yeah. the grocery store checker everyone everyone mm-hmm. <laughs> everyone's a victim yeah yeah we're all just victims and we're just trying to survive mm-hmm. so anyways that's who i think we think should be arrested this week. So if you're out there and you're either a manipulator, um, a phone bathroom Bathroom talker, (laughs) or someone who gives colds to other people, then you are... spreader. Yeah. (laughs) We are sending the FBI to your houses. So just... 
hard Actually, they're already there. <laughs> if you're getting a knock on the door right now. Um, so I think that's pretty much it for this podcast then. Um, it was a really good one. I think so. Yeah. I had other stuff that I wrote down for this week, but I'll save it for... Um, oh, you know what? No. I'm going to do this one last thing. Okay. And I wrote down, um, why is petty cash called petty, do you think? I haven't looked it up. I'm just asking you guys. Because we're talking about... Um, Cyrodiil. No, it's not. Oh. I just want to know if you guys know what it means. Because we um, talked about because it. Because it's big, small? Because we... Oh, oh, is that... Oh, my... Oh, my... So smart. Maybe. Because the reason I figured it was appropriate is because... Um, I don't know why I thought about it. I think we were having a conversation. And then I was like, oh, I'll save this for my robbery story. Oh, you're right. It is an accessible store of money kept by an organization for expenditures on small items. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, yes, it says it comes from the English word petty, which is derive, which derives from the French petite, which means <laughs> <laughs> I took two years of French in high school. Madame Bernabé would be proud. Uh, from the French petite, which means smaller little. Mm-hmm. Wow. All and right. There it is. Well, little cute little petty cash. And that's the petty podcast where we have pizza with pals and pizza with pepperoni pals <laughs> and pepsi we did have pepsi oh. coke sorry coca cola um we did have pepsi all right so that's our podcast thank you for listening we will be back next week with something so strap yeah. in We'll see who can come up with some whatever. Yeah. Yeah. We're working on it. Yeah. All right. That's the Crime Queens episode two or maybe three. Who knows which one I'm putting up. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.